All right, you guys, I am so excited for today's episode and for you guys to be able to listen in on this conversation. So before, actually, let me introduce today's person, and then I'll tell you a little bit of background. So Reed Davis is a board-certified health, holistic health practitioner and a certified nutrition therapist. As an expert in functional lab testing and a holistic and holistic lifestyle medicine, he is the founder of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition and the FDN certification course with over 4,000 graduates in over 50 countries. Reed served as a health detective at the Wellness Center in South in Southern California for over 10 years and with over 10,000 clients is known for one of the most experienced clinicians in his field. Reed served on the advisory board, serves, he currently does, serves on the advisory board for the National, for the American Natural Wellness Coaches Board and the American Association of Natural Wellness Coaches. You guys, I get asked all the time (laughs) from my clients, from people interested in working with me, from other practitioners, what courses I have done and, and, or if some of my clients are like, I just love what you do. I love how you do all this. If I was to get started, which course would you recommend? You guys, hands down, if you want to get involved in health coaching, nutrition coaching, for the cost, the capability, the functionality, everything, I would highly suggest that you look into the FDN course. Um, they There is a link in here that you guys will, that Reed shares, that you will be able to get some money off your program if you do um, tell them that you came from me. So, check this out. We talk a lot about what I believe in what I do. And obviously I have merged other certifications and other programs and other experiences and personal experience and stuff into what I currently do. But I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation and to be able to get some insight as to who some of my mentors are, and why I think and believe and feel the way that I do. So hopefully you guys are as excited for this podcast as I am. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. 
so I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Today's interview, I am talking with Reed Davis, and I don't feel like he needs much of an introduction, but a little bit about Reed Davis. So Reed Davis is a board-certified holistic health practitioner and HHP and certified nutrition therapist. As an expert in functional lab testing and holistic lifestyle medicine, he is the founder of FDN, also known as Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, and the FDN certification course with over 4,000 graduates in 50 different countries. Reed Davis served as a health director at a wellness center in Southern California for over 10 years, and with over 10,000 clients, is known for one of the most experienced clinicians in his field. Reed served as an advi- serves as an advisory board of the American Health and American Natural Wellness Coaches Board and the American Association of Natural Wellness Coaches. And if you guys don't know, I have gone through the FDN course and I am so excited to be talking with Reed today on the podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. I have Reed Davis with me. He is a powerhouse when it comes to health and wellness. And so I will let him do a quick introduction of himself and we'll dive into all of the wonderful things. So welcome, Reed. Hey, thanks so much. It's really good to be here with you, Shannon. And I hope that our listeners today will get something out of this useful. And that's the whole idea behind functional diagnostic nutrition. You know, that's a term I came up with over 20 years ago to describe what we do. Previously, it was kind of unknown. We we pioneered a lot of things long time ago, around the turn of the century, you could say, um, to put people in charge of their own health. You know, frustrated the heck out of me. When I started, I, I switched from environmental law, kind of saving the planet, air birds, water trees, bees, <laughs> saving the planet to to saving people. You know, I just, it, it, I wanted to make sure my own health was going to be good. So I, I changed gears and I, I ran into people who were not doing well. Matter of fact, they were coming to our, well, I went to work in a wellness center, alternative uh, place for people to come and, and I was just amazed at how um, they had already seen six or eight or 10 different practitioners and weren't better yet. And I said, well, why are you putting your health in someone else's hands? And so that's what started the whole thing. There's a lot of history there, but um, that's what got me started was really wanting to empower people. Uh, again, if you if you allow others to control your health, it's not going to go well. <laughs> which we learned lately. <laughs> yes, I think we have all learned a lot of lessons lately. And I know for me, one of the things that I like to express to people is the importance of breaking the standard practice of care, which is essentially what you're doing. 
is putting the help on ourselves. And if you're not getting the help, the care, the support, the education, whatever it is, going to an alternative place, which is what I think we both strive to do. So tell us a little more, what does FDN stand for and and how is that different from other things on the market? Well, people do have choices. I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, and and the problem is that you go to people who, if it's a physician, for instance, you could get told nothing's wrong with you. And this was something that blew my mind. Again, this is well over 20 years ago, turn of the century. I was I'd never really been to the doctor, Shannon. I've been for some injuries, a motorcycle, sports. And uh, had some dental work done, but I never really went to the doctor. And so when people came into our office uh, where I started working, again, with the sole intention is to help people, yeah. uh, to, to uh, and, and myself, uh, make sure nothing happened to me. I just couldn't believe that they'd, they'd already been to six or eight or ten or whatever, you know, practitioners and weren't better yet. And one day I was out riding my motorcycle and enjoying my freedom and health, health freedom, uh, you know, time freedom, just, just really into my freedom. And, um, and I thought, you know what, this is, hor- this is, I can't believe what's going on. I'm going to go back to that office and I'm going to be the last person that people need to see to get well, to take control of their health and get well. So uh, functional diagnostic nutrition, That I didn't coin that phrase. For another 10 years, you know, I spent 10 years in that office and my claim to fame is, uh, I mean, I got all these certifications, all these uh, board things, you know, nutrition and otherwise um, never became a doctor. But but I spent 10 years in that office running labs, thousands and thousands of labs on thousands of people. Everyone coming in the office got some labs. <laughs> now, at first, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was doing a lot of it. And I was making discoveries. And then flash, you know, fast forward 10 years, I was asked to teach. You got to teach what you're doing, Reed. We were getting amazing results. Never diagnosing and treating anything specifically like doctors do. That's that's what their job is. My job was, I don't care about that. I'm here to find out what's really wrong with you. You know, what is it? Your hormones, your immune system, digestion, detoxification, energy production, the nervous system balance. And I became kind of an expert on running the labs on all those things and identifying what the healing opportunities are. Like, And, and when I explained the lab work to the, to the customer, <laughs> they were blown away. They're like, oh, my God, no one ever taught me this before my, my doctor said nothing's wrong with me or or you know something was wrong with me and here's your pill for it and so mm-hmm. uh when i got asked to teach by a lot of different people uh they said you're you're doing great there in your clinic read but if you would teach other practitioners how to do this you could you could help a lot more people and that became my new passion was well, how many people could we help if I deputized? Like, you know, you're taking the FDN course. Um, uh, I had to call it something. <laughs> I didn't know what yeah. to call it. I was just a nutrition guy. You know, I was a certified nutritional therapist, personal trainer, all these other certifications, things. But I didn't know what to call it. So it just occurred to me it's functional. It's all about how you're functioning. It's, there's no diagnosis, but di- we use diagnostic tools. We use 
it, it's diagnostic in nature. So functional diagnostic and then nutrition, because I couldn't call it medicine. You know, I, I probably would have called it something else, but anyway, that's what I called it 20 years ago and, and it stuck. And so it's FDN. Everyone knows FDN. There's 4,000 FDN practitioners around the globe and we need about 40,000 more and we'll solve everyone's problems, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I mentioned off camera that I've loved this course because of the capabilities and the amount of information and data that I am able to get from my clients and, and the way in which we work with people is so much different than what I was taught prior to all of this. So everybody knows my story, but I'll just do a quick recap of it. Yeah. I was pretty healthy. I grew up in a very healthy home. My parents, we ate meat, veggies. Um, both my parents were very active. My dad in his 50s, 60s was doing competitive, you know, weightlifting competitions and pretty intimidating guy for, for most people. <laughs> um, most of the guys that I dated, which was great because it scared off the losers. Um, <laughs> and, you know, my mom always took care of herself and I was, so after my second baby, I was experiencing fatigue, puffiness, inflammation. Um, I wasn't able to lose the weight, um, as quickly as my first one. And then the third baby came around and tons of hormonal issues, um, still puffy weight, fatigue, all of the things. The doctor was my, my naturopathic doctor was like, nothing's wrong with you. You just have anxiety. And I'm like, this is not anxiety. Um, and, and little did I know until later I was experiencing mold toxicity and, you know, all of these other things that were leading to this chaos that was happening in my body. But essentially what was happening is all my labs were normal. I was being told everything was normal and I didn't feel normal. That wasn't my normal. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. So I want to kind of switch gears and talk about that metabolic chaos that I feel like so many of us get trapped in (laughs) and when we're told things are normal. Oh, sure. So, you know, all those years in the clinic, uh, thousands of people I ran labs for. And uh, but I wasn't allowed to. I'm not a physician. You can't diagnose and treat any one thing. You're supposed to look for the root cause. So I spent those 10 years looking for the root cause. And here's what I found out. There's never just one. Yeah. There's always multiple causal factors. Sometimes they're very far upstream, as you know, Shannon, from the training. They're so far away from where it's manifesting that you you wouldn't even look there if you didn't know to look mm-hmm. there. So so I discovered this pattern. And... Um, and not only are there multiple causal factors, they're having an effect upon each other that hardly anyone is ever is considering. Uh, you know, if you have a hormonal issue, well, that's going to affect the immune system. If you have an immune system problem, believe it or not, that breaks down to poor digestion, you know, because you, you don't have the microbiome balance that you need for good digestion. Well, that's going to affect eventually detoxification. You're going to get leaky gut and now your liver gets congested and on and on. So these there's always multiple causal factors. 
they're having an effect on each other and it creates what we call metabolic chaos. So root cause, yeah, keep looking. It's always a good thing. Um, you're not going to find ones. And sometimes you won't even find it because mm -hmm. it's so far away from where it's manifesting. But that doesn't matter because we can have an effect upon it by just following the right uh, lifestyle, the, our, our holistic um, program, our lifestyle program. It has an effect on every cell, every tissue, organ, and system in the body. And so, so whatever the root cause is or was, it's going to get handled, even if we didn't identify. No, that doesn't mean we don't run labs and we try to identify. Again, it's you, you know the hidden acronym. It's H-I-D-D-E-N, hormone, immune, digestion, detoxification, energy production, and nervous system balance. So those are the six areas. You could throw in oxidative stress and some other some other labs but but those areas are what i found that's the pattern i recognize that just helps every woman walking in the door and we had men too but it was mostly women that were driving the practice uh the, at the wellness center they're they're the ones who cared about their health they were coming in for chiropractic and acupuncture and nutrition and holistic lifestyle uh but it's the the labs open the the gateway for me to to really help people and uh so i just call it all metabolic chaos and i don't use hand like what doctors do is they they diagnose and if your blood work says oh everything looks normal well there's no diagnosis you just have anxiety <laughs> mm -hmm. you know it's all in your head and that's just such a silly assumption <clears throat> Yeah, I was like, I've been dealing with this anxiety since I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I promise this is not the issue that's going on. Um, and and their know. solution is, here's your pill. You yeah. Know, or or well, if they can diagnose that, that, see, that's a diagnosis. Anxiety, patient came in, has this complaint, that complaint, this complaint, that complaint. So, so diagnosis, anxiety, as if that somehow answers their question and then there's a pill for that you know so they've kind of done their job they they were supposed to find a diagnosis they did they wrote a prescription which is standard of care and everyone's happy right no <laughs> the patient's not happy so that's where they how, that's how they were when they came to me they've been through the mill and weren't happy and my job was to make them happy well yes. we got to do some digging yeah. Yeah. And I, I love, I love using the hidden method. I love using um, the dress program, um, essentially. So why don't we just talk about what is the dress program? Because I feel like I, I, maybe you guys have seen these memes on, you know, the Facebook, Instagram, or maybe it's just my feed, because that's what I'm interested in. But I see this quote that's going around. Um, that says something like, if your doctor isn't asking you about your water intake, your sleep, um, how many vegetables you're eating per day, then you need a new one, essentially. And so let's, I, I want to kind of dive into what I believe is really important for us to address, which is the DRESS program. Um, so why don't you explain what that is in those, I guess, what is that, six areas? Five, five areas. Yeah, D-R-E-S-S. -S. So... That's a good question, Shannon, and thank you, because that's the what to do. 
So we first have to know, you know, what's wrong. What what are the healing opportunities? We have to sort out the metabolic chaos, and and that way we can give people something to do to fix it. That was the other thing I I knew it, even when I first started was I can't get out of prescription pad. I'm not a doctor, and guess what? No one wants to take that crap anyway. So so we I found over all this thousands of labs, thousands of people, long period of time. The H-I-D-D-E-N, hormone immune digestion, detoxification, energy production, nervous system. And there's more, but that, that's a good place to start. If we could identify the healing opportunities there, then we can give you something to do. But again, it isn't here, take this pill, come back in three months, and we'll check the paper and see how you're doing. That's treating the paper. So it was, what are the patients or clients of mine going to do between their visits so i started doing uh you know exercise programs i became a personal trainer and and other things and eventually came up with d-r-e-s-s diet find the right diet for your genetics it's not that hard to do really get on the right food the the, the there's a food program for you as an individual it's not the same as even for your brother or sister or mother or father. You have your own unique dietary requirements and they're genetically programmed. There's no way to get around it. You eat right, you'll be fine. You eat wrong, you're not going to be. It, you will pay the piper. And so, so D is diet and R is rest. And I didn't say sleep because there's lots of ways to rest your emotions and your mind and even during the day. So sleep is important, but so it's diet, rest, exercise, which goes without saying kind of uh, for today's discussion. And then the two S's, D-R-E, diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction and supplementation. And stress reduction is so huge. You've heard that word before, right, Shannon? Stress? Uh, maybe once or twice. <laughs> so people think stress is just, they don't like their job or their kids are misbehaving or they're, they got spousal or financial or, you know, some other stress, but stress is anything that upsets the apple cart. It could be physical. Me personally, I don't have much stress in my life unless I create it myself. I've um, hurt myself. I have just got a very well-used body. So all my um, sort of activities, the, the sports, and I'm talking about surfing and wrestling and football and uh, skiing and lots of lots of sort of opportunities to, to damage my body. So that's stress too. If you have uh, unresolved pain and aches and things, that's stressful. Your body responds the same way as if it was getting, it, whether you get yelled at, that's stressful. Your boss hates you. Whatever. Uh, or physical pain from injuries and the assaults from the environment. Remember, I started in environmental law a long time ago. I know how bad the environment is. And so there's all these chemicals and biochemicals, and your body even makes biotoxins and things. All of that is stressful. So you have these multiple stress. So when I talk about diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction is maybe even the widest, broadest um, area to look at. Um, and then supplementation, because uh, food just isn't good enough. Food, food is just not the quality it was when I was a kid. My grandfathers, both of them, grew their own food. 
up in Canada. So I, I know I got a lot of nutrient dense, really good nutrition when I was younger. Um, my mom ate it. She's 92 years old and she's doing great. You know, why? Because nutrition was in genetics, a big part of it. So diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation is our magic formula for everything. It doesn't treat any one thing. It treats everything, every cell, every tissue, every organ, every system in the body. The entire organism just improves as you apply the principles of healing in that formula. And so that way we're not practicing medicine. Uh, we're just practicing good uh, behavior, really. The principles of health building are embodied in those five habits. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I love your story with your mom. I feel like, I mean, I, all of my grandparents died super young um, in their 60s. I don't even know if any of them got, well, I guess my grandpa got to his 70s. Um, but on my husband's side, Grandma Lou is, she's 99 in <laughs> April. She's going to be That's... 100 years old. Oh my she God. still golfs. She lives alone. She's able to take care of herself and everything. And a lot of that comes from exactly what you're saying. They grew their own food growing up. She is very active. She practices good rest. She has good stress management. And she's overall very happy in the way that she cares for herself and her body. And it it shows, you know, she's not dying of old age more or less <laughs> um yeah one day the light will just go out for her and that's the way you want it to be you know you don't want to be like a a rheostat where you get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer you know you just want to be like a candle candles have the same luminescence when they're lit as they do at the end they're right before the they flicker and go out they're, they're burning just as brightly and that's the kind of theory behind um, longevity the way, it, the way it should be. And one day you're just going to, lights are just going to go out and you'll be, and you'll be happy. You mentioned the most important thing. She's happy. She probably chooses to be happy. She gets up in the morning with the right attitude, you know, and, and um, it's really something you can control, you know, is your, your, uh, your point of view. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and grandma has not, her life, I wouldn't say has been easy by any means, but she chooses to be happy. She had four kids, you know, her husband, uh, I think he was 60, 61, 62 died from cancer. She lost two of her other kids in tragic mm. ways. She had oh, four my. kids total, two of them she lost early and premature, but I mean, she's been able to look on the bright side of things. So it's, I mean, all of that to say, you can choose happiness in the midst of, I don't know, Chaos. stress, overwhelm, yeah. trials. Uh, um, so yeah. let's let's kind of switch again and go to how common is it for people to have hypothyroidism? Oh, well, there's a lot of people <clears throat> with hypothyroidism. Some have hyperthyroidism. Some have it... Um, for for certain reasons and some people have it for other reasons um if we just single out the most common uh i think there's 30 million women with hypothyroidism like so you're in good company 
if you have if you're hypothyroid what it means is your thyroid gland is not producing the right amount of thyroid hormone and uh th there's probably a reason for that so this is one of the first things i looked into uh obviously so in at the turn of the century 1999 women were coming in the office it was just as common then as it is now uh the hypo hypo underactive thyroid and they call it hypothyroidism so i not being a physician had to look into well why why is your thyroid underactive and i started running the labs and what i found was that stress there's that word again oh in all its various forms will put the body into a uh, adaptive state you know protective state and it will slow the thyroid down on purpose why because the thyroid controls metabolism and so if you're under stress your body's going to have a natural inclination to survive <clears throat> and and thrive and so it will slow down metabolism to conserve resources again on purpose so if you're under stress the and you're be, you end up hypothyroid there's nothing wrong with your thyroid this is again the most common type of thyroid issues there are other where there is pathology there there are people with uh, all kinds of um diseases of the thyroid we're just talking about straight up hypothyroidism the most common form of thyroid issues and it's your body slowing down on purpose why to conserve resources so it's the stress that is what's wrong and i could show you this on paper by running labs i could show you uh, on a um, stress and hormone panel exactly what's going on uh, you can do this too since you're an fdn practitioner uh we we run the right labs we go oh look here's here's what's going on and when you apply the principles of healing d-r-e-s-s -S, to every cell tissue and organ that includes the thyroid includes the adrenals includes your ovaries testes if you got them you know like it so so it includes every cell and tissue and organ and system in your body and so hypothyroidism is very very common uh but don't let anyone tell you we don't know why you have it you know we know why you have it and um we know how to reverse it we know how yeah. you can reverse it me as a practitioner i don't heal or cure anything i teach people what they can do to take control back to that very first thought i ever had was you know all these people not in control of their own health that's frustrating for me yeah. what drives me every yeah. day and now all my practitioners i've trained four thousand people uh uh and and uh many of them are active practitioners and we're just out there helping people to to live right we run the labs and teach you what's really wrong and teach you how you could take control and fix it yourself yeah absolutely and i from what i've seen with the women that i work with a lot of it has to do with nutrition. Um, so I want to kind of dive into the nutrition and, and what we're putting into our body, because a lot of them, like we've mentioned, they're under stress or not sleeping and they're just grabbing fast, easy, convenient foods, and they're not nourishing their body. So 
how can we leverage nutrition um, to optimize our thyroid function and production? And, and how can we maybe make some of those changes to better support our body that way? Well, it's something that really question. bothered me. <clears throat> no, it's a great question. And it, it just, uh, uh, it was one of the things that we had to figure out in the office. So people were coming in and back in the day, around the turn of the century, the most popular diet was the Atkins diet. And I read Dr. Atkins book. I thought it was amazing. It was, it was really instructional. And I learned so much about, um, about protein and fat and carbs and, and things. Um, but it wasn't enough. And here's why, because I, I just decided, well, the Atkins diet is going to be our diet. We're going to put everyone on the Atkins diet. Only three things can happen when you try a product, try a diet, try a routine, you, you try therapy. Three things can happen. You feel better. And some people did. You feel no change. It was like, oh, I didn't feel anything different. <clears throat> or you feel worse. And that's what I was running into with the Atkins diet. And it would have happened with any diet. doesn't matter what diet you try it. You might like it. You might have no no significant change at all or you could actually get worse so i started studying nutrition like for real even though i was already a certified nutritional therapist you know what they trained us to do was sell supplements for everything and it, and i didn't like that either so <clears throat> so uh i was in a bookstore and i was reading for free <laughs> we used to be able to sit there and drink coffee and read books at Borders Bookstore. They, that's why they're out of business now, I think. So so um, uh, I read, I picked up, I was always in the health section, and I picked up a book called The Metabolic Typing Diet by Bill Wolcott, William Wolcott. And it changed my life. It changed my practice. It changed everything that I do. Because he explained in that book, genetic requirements are must be met or... You will, his expression, you'll pay the piper. You've heard me say it already, but uh, that was William Wolcott or Bill Wolcott's. Uh, uh, and that book just, it, it's so, it's a big, thick book. I got it right on my shelf right next to me here. Uh, yeah, I've got it right over here too. <laughs> yeah, I could grab it and show it to you. So with all, a lot of other health books, but, but that's the number one. So everybody has genetic requirements for protein, fat, and carb ratios your protein fat and carb ratios you've got to get that ratio right that's your fuel mixture that produces energy and it and it, on a cellular level that's important cells don't have to be taught what their job is they just need to be fed the right ratio of protein fat and carbs now for everything else going on in the body you need vitamins minerals you need essential fatty acids you need antioxidants you need amino acids, you need phytonutrients, you need trace elements, you need all of this nutritional requirements. And that's bred in your bones. You can't change it. You know, your genes are your genes. You you can't pick your parents. None of us can could go back and change who our parents were. So you have inherited from your parents and your great your grandparents, your great grandparents, and you can go back you know, probably five or 600 generations to that's where you got your genetic requirements from. And those people 500 generations ago or more, 
They eat certain ratios of protein, fat, and carbs. They and the, those proteins and fats and carbs were were based on the nutrients in the soil and in the water and things like that. And so that's what's in your bones. That's your genetic requirements. And you've got to match it as close to, as possible to the original formula uh, or you will pay the piper. And so we suffer now from horrible, horrible uh, food-related conditions from undernourishment, really. And so pretend for a minute that we run a metabolic typing. Maybe people, people can go to mtdiet.com and get this test, but but um, we'll figure out what those requirements are, are pretty close. <clears throat> and then you can play with it after that. Um, but all of that would be assuming that you're actually digesting and breaking down and absorbing and assimilating all these nutrients. So you got two sides of the equation, what to eat. And then you have, Am I breaking down, absorbing, and um, assimilating all of these nutrients? And that's a whole different story. So there's a lot to diet, as you could tell from that brief, uh, brief explanation. Yes. Yeah. And that's so good. Like I've had people who eat, probably like most of us, um, a crap diet. You know, they're eating out fast food. They know they shouldn't be doing it, but they are like, I just, I can't, you know, I don't know what else to do kind of deal. So we have that. And then we have people who I look at their diet. I'm like, this is like perfect. This is ideal. And when I take a step back, I'm like, man, they're eating a ton of veggies. Um, you know, they're eating some meat, they're eating some fat. And once we, like you were saying earlier, tweak some of the ratios of, what they're getting in, it's like all of a sudden they're feeling better. They don't have the food cravings that they were having before and they have the sustainable energy. And so I know for me personally, I've always done better with higher protein and higher fats and, and lower carbs. When I started my first quote unquote diet many years mm -hmm. ago, that was the first time that I had ever really eaten rice or, um, things like that. Cause I grew up the way like the plate was built in our home was we had some kind of like, um, animal protein. Usually, um, my dad did a lot of hunting and, and things like that. So we had, you know, good quality animal products for the most part and two veggies. It was like a salad and green beans, or, I mean, it was sometimes canned things too, but generally speaking, we didn't eat a high carb, um, I don't know, nutrition, whatever. Yeah, and diet, yeah. yeah, diet. And once I started incorporating more of those grains and things, that's when I noticed more fatigue and things. And so I've had to break up with the quote unquote diet industry because many of them say, you know, when you build your plate, you have your meat, your rice, and your broccoli. You know, when I think of a diet, that's typically what I think of is meat, diet, broccoli. So yeah, and that that could just be um, to uh, to to not the right ratio. So people ought to think about it like this: uh, the way it is is there's protein, which is mostly your meats uh, are the highest quality now you can get protein from beans and some some veg some vegetables and things <clears throat> lentils so um 
peanuts and things like that. Seeds have protein. But meat, meat is the best quality protein. And it generally has fat in it. So you're getting your protein and your fat from the same yeah. source. Um, and then you could throw in, uh, you need you need some carbs. And the low glycemic index carbs, you know, like vegetables, um, fruits are actually very high in sugar for most people. So you could eat a little bit here and there. But um, that, that protein and meat and veggies is the perfect diet for a lot of people, not for everybody. But it's what you learn to do is is eat so that two hours later you have number one satiation. You should not be craving anything. Mm -hmm. So if you have cravings, it's it's your diet. No, <clears throat> so you should be fully satiated. It's called satiety. It's it's a something that comes from food. Uh, you're satiated. Uh, the other thing is you should have really good, strong energy, like enough to do work or play or thinking and, and get to the next meal. You fueled the tank and you have enough energy. To, you're satiated, no cravings, and you get to the next meal uh, with a full, you know, full feeling and lots of energy, real high quality energy, not nervous energy. And the last thing, believe it or not, is actually a sense of well-being. So all three of these things, satiety, satiation, um, your energy, good quality energy, not nervous energy, and sense of well-being come from food. And I'm not talking about mood food. I'm talking about you know, protein, fat, and carbs in the right ratios. And you should know. You should pay attention. And, um, the, the, you know, we have a test that we do that will tell you where to start. Here's the here's a ratio for you to start with. And you're still going to have to fine tune it. People, you can't just, you know, say you're a fast oxidizer, you're you're a parasympathetic dominant, or so. And here's the diet for you. No, you you start there, but then you tweak it a little bit. You add in a little more carb, or you add in a little more protein or fat, and and you adjust it. And that's that's your genetic requirements there. It still doesn't get you all the trace elements and minerals and vitamins. You're probably going to have to supplement some of that because uh, food just isn't the same quality as it used to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, um, Reed. I'm so happy to have you on. Let's wrap this up. Um, and I am going to link all of your sh all of your information in the show notes um okay. but i know you gave me a code really quickly um to go over if people are interested in the fdn course learning more doing what i do doing what you do what, doing what we do um you can go to fdntraining.com/thrivingthyroid um and I don't know. Do they get a deal or what is, what is we'll that? Put that in your do? show notes and we'll talk to your uh, listeners. Um, th there's no obligation. You just want to go to fdntraining.com slash thriving thyroid. And we'll know that they're a friend of yours and we'll take really okay. good care of them. Yeah. Awesome. And they, we'll just give them the information they need. And, and that's, th that's what people want. They want good, solid information. They don't want to be, BS'd or um, sold anything or told there's nothing wrong with you. 
you just have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. won't do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. All right. So all of this stuff will be in the show notes. You guys can check out. Um, and you are on the on Instagram and um, LinkedIn everywhere, right? Yeah, we got all that. I'm not the tech expert. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, I I built my whole business back then with a pager and a fax machine, and it was fine. You know, I did very very well yeah. for myself and all my clients everybody was happy now we've got all this this stuff um you know i do miss my blackberry i thought those were pretty cool <laughs> but yeah. yeah so i'm not the tech guy but i i have really amazing people around me that uh again thousands of people have taken the course and they bubble up they hey i want to help i want to work for you so we have 35 fdn practitioners working for me you know like it, it's it's a it's an amazing operation. And uh, again, you go to FDN, fdntraining.com uh, slash thriving thyroid. And thank you so much, Shannon, for having me on. Really appreciate yeah. talking to you and your listeners. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you guys on the next. Okay. See you later. Bye. Before you go, I want to give you a special invite to an upcoming an upcoming master class on three overlooked hormonal shifts that are helping you to heal your thyroid function. This class is incredible, you guys. We are diving in depth on so many different things. First and foremost, we're gonna be talking about healthy food that is blocking thyroid function. We're gonna learn how to combine foods to help maximize your nutritional intake. I'm also going to be teaching you about metabolic typing and how to eat according to your metabolic type so that you don't have to quote unquote diet. Again, your body will easily be able to get the nutrients it needs, reduce inflammation and slough off the excess weight. We're gonna talk about how the current medical model is failing you and keeping you stuck when it comes to your thyroid. We're gonna be talking about thyroid blockers and how they're coming into your life and keeping your medication from not working optimally, keeping you tired, fatigued, puffy, inflamed with brain fog. We're going to also dive into medication and supplements that are blocking thyroid function. And one of my most favorite topics, how your body is speaking to you and what you need to know in order to know how to listen to it. Last but not least, we're going to teach you and walk you through the steps to help you understand symptom mapping and how you can take your health into your own hands. Head over to the show notes, register for our upcoming class, and get all of the details on the dates and times. I will see you on the next. Wait before you go. Please subscribe. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a review and share on Instagram, and please tag us. We love your reviews. Pretty please.